Welcome to The Unstoppable Show. I'm your host, Jenny Lane, and I'm here to help you become unstoppable in your small business so that you create a money-making brand that changes yours and your family's life for good. This show is perfectly suited to female entrepreneurs working from home, growing small profitable businesses in the online space. Let's dive in to this episode. remember those books that were called the KISS series of books. I'm sure they're still out there actually. And KISS um, standed for Keep It Simple series. And that range of books had, um, was first of all, was extraordinarily successful, but also had a massive range of books that related to everything. And I know that I've had a couple of the KISS series of books in the past. So there might be the KISS series of books that was to do with Microsoft Windows, for example, was one I remember. And then I think there was the KISS series that was about uh, weight training and another one that was about nutrition. Um, I think I bought into those when I was a health coach. And the whole purpose of those books was to enable the reader to be able to learn something in a more simplistic way than they might otherwise have been able to do so. And for that reason, those books were massively popular because people were trying to find these simple solutions to various things in their life. And so, as I've said, the Kiss series of books had a massive range so that you could pretty much go and find a KISS book that was about anything. The KISS Guide to Baking, the KISS Guide to Yoga, the KISS Guide to Marketing, the KISS Guide to Crochet. Those books will exist. <clears throat> and I've never forgotten those books. And one of the things that I am always trying to do in my business is to follow the guideline of trying to keep things as simple as possible. And I think that that is, first of all, really useful, but also really important because we can very quickly overcomplicate all sorts of things to do with our business if we're not careful. So one of the things that happened to me recently is, like you, I am trying to be visible in a number of places online to grow my expertise and my credibility and to grow my audience in different places. And so as a solopreneur, I have to be very mindful of what I can manage in terms of my own visibility. But one of the things that I have wanted for a long time is a podcast which I have and has been out there for quite some time now. But I also wanted a blog version of the podcast and I wanted a YouTube channel, which would be another version of the podcast. And by doing that, what I was effectively then doing was taking the content that I recorded for my podcast and trying to repurpose it over into a blog post and then over onto a YouTube channel so that instead of just being visible on my podcast, I was visible on my podcast, on a YouTube channel and on a blog. And I started off all gung-ho with that. And the way that I first started to manage that was when I was recording a podcast, 
I would use ScreenFlow, which is what I'm recording this video with now. I would use ScreenFlow, but I would only record audio rather than video. And then I would have my phone set up next to my MacBook and I would have that set to video and I would be recording a video on my phone at the same time as recording audio on my MacBook, thereby covering the podcast channel and the YouTube channel. And then after I had recorded the podcast or the, and or the video, what I would then do is either use the notes that I had already written um, that I'd use as bullet points for recording the podcast and the video, and I'd turn those notes into a blog post, a written blog post. Or I would use a piece of kit called otter.ai to convert the spoken word into text and then I'd lift that text and I'd put it over in a blog post and I'd have to edit it all which was quite time consuming and I'd put out a written blog post but actually what was happening was I was really struggling to manage that system it was becoming a real pain to record audio on one piece of kit to record video on another piece of kit and then to take that content and turn it into a written blog post. And inevitably what happened was that the podcast, uh, which was probably the easiest part of that, that system, stayed. And the blog post and the YouTube channel just dropped off. I, it was just taking me too much time to be able to manage it in that way. And so then what I wanted to do was to go back to simplicity to think about how can I make this a more simple process that enables me as a solopreneur to be able to manage weekly putting out a podcast putting out a video on YouTube and putting out a blog post and I don't even know why I didn't even realize this but one day out of the blue I thought you know what instead of using my MacBook to just record audio for my podcast, is there a way for me to be able to record on ScreenFlow a video and then extract the audio to put into my podcast? And that was kind of the second stage of the system. So instead of recording my audio and my video on two separate devices, <clears throat> I just started to record a video using ScreenFlow, just like I'm doing now. And once I downloaded the video and stuck that over on YouTube, I then extracted the audio from it, downloaded the audio and stuck that over on Buzzsprout, which is the platform that I use for my podcast. But the blog still wasn't happening and it was still a little bit of a faff to record the video and then download it and put it on YouTube and then have to go back in and extract the audio and download it and then upload it onto Buzzsprout sprout for the podcast and then one day I had this genius idea I don't know why I didn't think of this before but this is how things work in business you kind of have to go through the fails to get to the wins one day I was recording a video getting ready to upload that to YouTube and then extract the audio to put the audio onto Buzzsprout and I thought I wonder if I can just upload the video to Buzzsprout and it just uploads it as audio. Genius! It absolutely does that. <laughs> so now what I've done is I've gone from this situation where I was 
recording audio for Buzzsprout for the podcast, recording video for um, my YouTube channel, and then converting that into text for my blog. And straight away, I'm now down to just recording one video that I can upload into Buzzsprout for my podcast because it just automatically extracts the audio anyway, and then putting that same video on my YouTube channel. And I've automatically cut down the time that I'm having to spend doing this, and I've made it a lot more simple for me. Brilliant. But the WordPress blog was still outstanding. And I was trying to figure out how can I take that one video that I have done that I now know I can put onto my podcast channel on Buzzsprout and how can I create a blog really easily from that without having to spend hours either getting the uh, content translated in otter.ai which is a great platform by the way but even so you have to pay for it and it takes time or without having to write out loads of notes to then lift that and put it into WordPress and then edit it to make it look like a blog post or having to go over onto WordPress and write the blog post from scratch, which is a very time consuming thing for me to do. And the way that I have done that is to simplify it, which means that my system now is that I will get on my MacBook, just like I'm doing for this audio video blog post, and I'll record the video. And when the video is done and I've edited it and I'm happy with the content, I upload it to my YouTube channel and then I upload it to Buzzsprout. But then when it comes to my blog, what I have started to do, and I don't know yet how well this is going to work. I'm going to have to monitor it and I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it will work. Instead of taking the content from that video or that podcast and then having it translated over into text and then putting it over into my blog as a written piece of content... I create a blog post and I do a very quick little introduction about what the blog post is about and then I give people the option to either go and listen to it on my podcast or go and listen to it on my YouTube channel. And that means that instead of having to write out that blog post in its entirety and do all the editing that comes along with it, I'm saving myself time by putting a blog post out there, but then giving people the option, press this button to go and listen to this as an audio, or press this this button to go and watch this as a video. Now, I don't know at the time of making this video how well the blog post part of that system is going to work, but I'm giving it a try, and I'm testing it. Sorry, that's my dog, Minnie. Settle down. (laughs) Sorry. She's trying to make her bed. So I don't know at this moment in time how well the blog part is going to work. It may be that people go to blogs because they like to read rather than listen or watch. Only time will tell. But I have to say that there are other very significant blogs that I go and look at myself. And Neil Patel is one of them. And... Most of his blog posts are video-based blog posts, little introduction and then the video and you can go and watch the video. But by creating that system where I'm literally just sitting in front of my MacBook and I'm recording one piece of content just like I'm doing now and then I'm repurposing that content over onto Buzzsprout for my podcast, it works, and then uploading it to my YouTube channel, which works. And then going and creating a very quick blog post with a little bit of an intro and then 
listen to the audio here, watch the video here with an image in it that in it, uh, an image in it that is pinnable for Pinterest. I have cut down the time that it takes me to do blog, YouTube video, podcast, probably by a quarter. And that is great for me. And it's also now a much more simple system that I can use to be visible on my podcast, on my YouTube channel and over on my blog. So I'm going to stick with the system now for a good while and I'll look at the statistics and I'll monitor the statistics and I'll see how well it works. But what's even better about that system <coughs> is by putting by putting a version of the video on Buzzsprout as a podcast and then by uploading the video to YouTube as a YouTube video and then by creating a blog post that has links in it to YouTube and my podcast channel, I now have three different places where that one piece of content is visible. And having those three different places where that one piece of content is visible means that it gives me multiple opportunities to share just that one piece of content. So on Pinterest, for example, Pinterest likes fresh pins. They like fresh new pins. And they like fresh new pins that don't all have the same links attached to them. So let's say that I only put this episode out as a podcast on Buzzsprout. And then I created 10 pins, all a little bit different, but all to go onto Pinterest, onto one of my boards, and the link would be to the podcast on every one of those pins that I put out. Pinterest no longer likes that. Pinterest doesn't like you sharing 10 pins that all have the same URL going to the same place at the same time. It's fine to do it like share one pin now, and then share another pin to the same URL three months down the line. But doing it all in one go is something that Pinterest no longer likes. So they like fresh pins with unique URLs. So by taking one piece of content like this and putting it out as a podcast and putting it out as a YouTube video and then putting it out as a WordPress blog, I straight away have three unique URLs instead of just one if the content was only going over onto my podcast. So straight away, I have trebled the amount of fresh pins I can put out on Pinterest, knowing that each one of those three fresh pins has its own unique URL, which Pinterest will then see as a unique fresh pin in and of its own right. So I can create three pins that are all a little bit different, maybe change the titles of them a little bit so that one of the pins goes to my YouTube channel, one of the pins goes to my podcast and one of the pins goes to my blog. And that way I am trebling my visibility on Pinterest, but still using unique URLs for each of those three pins that I put out. So it's improved my Pinterest strategy. And then, of course, the other opportunity is that in other places like my Instagram, for example, I will normally show up on my Instagram story and I'll let people know, guys, my latest podcast has gone live. It is all about making things simple in your business. And then what I can do on Instagram is I can say to people, look, if you prefer to listen 
then you can go and listen to the podcast and I can let people have the link in my stories. And then on the next story, I can say, if you prefer to watch because you're more of a visual person, you can go and watch that episode over on my YouTube channel and then I can link to my YouTube channel. And what I have noticed doing that, really interesting, is that there are people who definitely prefer to go and watch my episodes on YouTube as videos and there are other people who will always go to the podcast and listen to it as audio. So once again, by having this system in place, keeping it simple, but having this system in place, I'm giving different people the opportunity to absorb in the ways that suit them best. Now, the only slight negative of that might be my blog. And people might go to my blog expecting to be able to read a long blog post and then they get there and they find that I'm redirecting them to my podcast or my YouTube channel. So only time will tell whether that is going to work. And I may well have to bring back into the mix the part of my system where the audio gets translated into text and then that text gets put over onto a blog and edited so that it's written word rather than redirects to blogs, uh, to podcasts and YouTube channels. Time will tell. But I'm willing to test this system now for the foreseeable future and to keep an eye on my stats to see what sort of engagement is happening. Now, really interesting, the first time I did this, which was only a few days ago, um, I put a video up on my YouTube channel, which was the, the video version of that episode. And I have been to look at the stats a couple of days later and I can already see that the stats for that episode on YouTube are better than the stats previous to that episode where I have recorded it separately on a phone and then uploaded that video just to YouTube. So already it might be that my blog traffic is actually taking action to go and either listen to the podcast or watch the video when they land on my blog and I tell them what the blog post is about and then I redirect them to video or to podcast and it looks like I'm already getting traffic through my blog via those two little channels to my YouTube or to my podcast and then of course kind of what is the final part of that simple strategy is to make sure that whether the episode appears as a podcast or whether the episode appears as a YouTube video or whether the episode appears as a blog post of some sort, that within each of those places, there is always a call to action to try to get people to take the next step with me. And that call to action is generally encouraging people to get onto my mailing list um, in exchange for me giving them some, some sort of a freebie. And at the moment, <clears throat> my freebie is mostly focused on encouraging people to take my success survey so that they can go through the 11 questions in that survey, asking them about their business. And off the back of that, they then get a, um, a success survey score that shows them how close to or how far away from success their business currently is. And then they get a full detailed 33 page report from me that is packed full of information to help them show up even better than they currently are in the online space. And I'm really sorry if you can hear that noise, but of course the bin men 
I've decided to show up whilst I'm doing this episode. So that is my KISS system. That is how I have taken visibility on my blog, my YouTube channel and my podcast and simplified it in a way to make it much easier for me to be able to manage and massively cut down the amount of time that I have to invest in being able to be visible in those three places. And the call to action for each of them at the moment, as I've said, is my success survey. And I really want to encourage you, if you have not yet done so, to go and take my success survey because it's completely free. And it's going to ask you 11 questions really quickly, multiple choice that you can choose from. And off the back of that success survey, you will then find out your success score. And that success score will show you whether you're closer to real success in your business than you think you are. But more importantly, is the 33-page report that I'm then going to fire over to your mailbox. And that 33-page report is packed full of such valuable information to help you show up with a brilliant business model that's going to help elevate your chances of success. That if you take the tips that's in that report and you implement them in your business, you will sit there and think, I would have paid for this because it's been so much of so much value to me. So somewhere around this episode, there will be a link to take my success, success survey. It's going to take you a couple of minutes, which I'm sure you can afford for the value you're going to get from the report that I'm then going to drop straight into your mailbox, packed full of information that's going to help you identify gaps that you've got in your business model that you may not even be aware of. And if you fill those gaps, you're then going to start showing up with a better business model that's going to serve your audience even better than you are at the moment. And when you serve your audience even better than you are at the moment, you get better results in your business. So I want to encourage you to do that. But also, I just want you to, as the takeaway from today, I want you to think about your business and I want you to think about what is it in my business that's overwhelming me at the moment? What is it that I'm really struggling to keep up with? What is it that is just not really working for me? I'm feeling overwhelmed by it. I'm about to let it go. I just don't feel like I've got enough control of that thing. And I want you to think about just one thing in your business that makes you feel that way. And I want you to take that thing and I want you to sit with it. And then I want you to think about this video. And I want you to think, how can I simplify this? How can I simplify this to make it easier for me, for my business, to make it work more effectively in less time so that I feel that I'm back in control of it? Now, for you, that may be maybe your content strategy for one of your social platforms. And maybe what's happening with you is you're failing with your content strategy because you just feel so overwhelmed by it. So you need to sit and think about how can I simplify this? Do I need to identify my key content pillars? Do I need to sit and brainstorm a massive list of ideas for social media content that I can use? By the way, my book, 200 Content Prompts for Female Business Owners, plus hundreds of variations, giving you thousands of content prompts will help you with that. But maybe you need to just simplify the system and think, I'm going to I'm going to just commit to posting once a day. I'm going to sort out what my main content pillars are. I'm going to think of as many different ideas as I can under each of those content pillars for content that I can put out. I'm going to use Jenny's book to help me with that. And then I'm going to sit one afternoon 
once a week and I'm going to spend a good two, three hours just creating in batch loads social media content and then I'm going to schedule that content using a piece of software like later.com which is the piece of software that I use to schedule and by doing that I'm going to get greater control over that social media posting more so than I am at the moment. So you design your little system and then you implement it most importantly and you test it you may have to tweak it a little bit here and there. I may have to tweak this little system that I've got, my blog, my podcast and my YouTube channel. But you put it out and you test it and then you just keep tweaking it to try and make it work even better for you and work even better for your audience. And a lot of what you do in your business is going to be about that. It's going to be about testing things, but it's also going to be about identifying the things in your business that are not working as well for you as they could. Identifying the things in your business that make you feel too overwhelmed. Identifying the things in your business that you're not doing because you're just finding them too hard to do, but you know you should be doing them. And so you have to sit and think about how can I keep this simple? What system can I create around this? to make it as easy as possible for me to be able to get my head down and do this work and then get it out there into the online space. And when you do that, you start to gain much better control of your business. And that's kind of where I feel that I've got to now with my podcast, my YouTube channel and my blog. So I'm going to stick with this new system now for a while, test it and see what happens. Um, I love it. It just feels like I've had a weight lifted off my shoulders I now know that I can be in these three different spaces without it taking hours and hours and hours out of my day. And it just feels like it's now a system that is going to be much more enjoyable for me. And hopefully it's still going to work really well for the end users that are going to show up to watch, listen or check in with that, that piece of content. So I'll keep you updated. I'll come back and I'll give you an update a little bit further down the line once I've given this opportunity to live and breathe and gain life. And I'll come back and I'll report whether it has worked well for me or whether I've had to tweak it a little bit more. But this is what you need to do in your business for anything that you are currently feeling really stuck with, overwhelmed with, anything that doesn't feel like it's working properly for you. Sit, look at it, brainstorm it. How can you make it more simple than it is at the moment? Do that, implement it, test it, tweak it as much as you need to and just keep on trying to simplify all of the things in your business as much as you possibly can. Girl, thanks for showing up, being here and tuning into this episode. I appreciate you. Remember to subscribe so that you'll receive a notification when more episodes go live. And why not share this podcast with another female business owner who you know will get value from being here. I want you to stay on your business. I want you to stay committed to your business. I want you to become unstoppable in your business. And I'll catch up with you for more business success tips real soon. Take care. Bye for now.